We are the land of the free because of the brave. Honoring all our hometown heroes and those who serve or have served in the U.S. Armed Forces. Broadcasting live from the War Memorial Center downtown during the Ewald Automotive Group Veterans Day event on the morning KLH. And as we continue to broadcast live here from the War Memorial in honor of Veterans Day, I've just been informed of something really, really big, but I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to let these people tell you. First of all, let's welcome Donna Drew. Donna, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. And Dr. Gregory Burek. Dr. Burek. Greg? Good morning. Greg is fine. Okay, so both of you, United States Marines. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell me what today is. What's today? Today is our birthday, 248 years. Wow. The United States Marine United Corps. States Marine Corps, yes, sir. So now, do you guys get like birthday messages that you send to, you know, to each other? Happy all birthday? All over the place. All yeah. over the place. It's been blowing up all morning. Has it really? Yeah, mine yeah. as well. It's all over Facebook, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It's very cool. All right, so first we'll, we'll start with you, Donna. Donna, you're a Wisconsin native. After high school, you enlisted in the Marine Corps. And tell us about your experience. Where were you and what you did? Um, So I I joined the military or the Marine Corps in 1989, right after high school. Um, Ended up, I first went to Paris Island, South Carolina, uh, for boot camp, 13 weeks. It's where real Marines are made, as we like (laughs) to joke with the Marines. Um, And then I went to um, 29 Palms. So I was a field communication operator. Went to school there, uh, ended up in Okinawa. Uh, Japan, and then my last duty station, I was sent to um, Henderson Hall Headquarters Marine Corps in D.C. You are now and have been uh, working here at the VA in Milwaukee. Correct, for the last 10 years. And how did that come about? Um, I think, you know, getting out of the military, um, getting discharged, I don't. I don't feel for myself that I was actually being discharged um, from, from, uh, from the service. Um, I wanted to continue my service helping other veterans. Um, I think, you know, while we're in boot camp, we are taught to run towards danger and try to fight. Um, and I still carry that same um, feeling in the civilian world. Instead of f- running towards the danger of maybe a burning building or things like that, um, I'm actually running towards veterans and trying to help them um, heal from their invisible wounds. And what are you doing? Right now, I'm the Community Engagement and Partnership Coordinator at the VA, Uh, which means means, um, I am the uh, co-chair for the Southeastern Wisconsin uh, Veteran Suicide Prevention Task Force. Um, I started at the VA as a clinician. I'm a social worker and um, really wanted to continue my service with veterans and kind of taking a a look at um, upstream and how can we help our veterans upstream. so they don't have to get to a crisis of homelessness or losing a, a job or a divorce. Um, so and that's where my direction took me to. So trying to get it before it happens. Correct. Get to the, to the veteran. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. So Greg, Dr. Burek, uh, tell us about your service in the Marines. Did you enlisted? Because I know that uh, Dan Buttrey highlighted you in our salute to troops and our salute, of course, to veterans over the past month or two. So tell us about your experience. You're from Wausau? I am, yes. Okay, all right. So how did you enlist into the Marines, and when did you enlist? I went in the Marine Corps right out of high school. You did? I actually graduated a semester early so that I could go. I was trying to get back with my dress blues from my high school graduation. Oh, nice. So that didn't quite work. Okay. But but we were close. (laughs) So that was 1999, and yeah, I did my, my boot camp in San Diego. So Hollywood Marine. <laughs> a Hollywood Marine. So you, you ended up, uh, you were in Iraq? 
I was. I okay. was an infantry guy by trade, so I was trained to shoot wire-guided missiles at tanks mm. in 0352, if, for those of you who know the, the MOS. So did a year in Cuba, and then I joined 2nd Light Armored Reconnaissance Battalion in uh, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, and deployed from there. And you used your GI Bill to go back to school. I did, yes. As an enlisted Marine, I did not have a high school or a college degree. Mm -hmm. So I did most of my undergrad in psychology while I was in. And what are you doing now? Now I'm a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. I spent uh, about a decade after the Marine Corps going to medical school and then came back to the Milwaukee area for residency. I did my residency here with Medical College of Wisconsin. And uh, you're involved in a program called BRAVE. What is that? Yes. So after my residency, I started getting more involved in the vet community. Being a vet myself, military is a culture. Mm -hmm. And knowing the culture matters when you're treating vets, um, that understanding, that not having to explain too much. So I built a program um, five years ago at Aurora called the, the Veterans Retraining Program. We've learned a lot of lessons. We've done a lot of great things in the vet community, treated a lot of vets there. Now this opportunity with MCW came up. We got a huge gift from the Avalon Action Alliance to stand up a new program for vets and first responders, dealing with both the mental health effects like post-traumatic stress, depression, mm -hmm. anxiety, but also being able to treat things like TBI. So we're focused entirely on the invisible wounds of service. Yeah, for, some, for a long time, that just wasn't understood and not ignored, but if you don't know what you're dealing with, it's hard to try and find a solution. So Absolutely. it's good to know. If you saw the New York Times article that just came out a couple of days ago, they had um, a lot of Marines that were artillery Marines went out to Syria for the um, fighting off ISIS, and they shot off tens of thousands of artillery rounds, but none of them were in direct contact with the enemy. So they came back, they started having the sleep problems and the nightmares and the trouble focusing, things like that. Um, so now they're just realizing that that's post-traumatic stress and probably mm -hmm. traumatic brain injury as well. Donna, when you come into a place, this place specifically, what does the war memorial mean to you it means a lot um it is i give it whenever time i do come in here i get chills um you know the flag right here you know it's hard to not even um eyes well up as well up um it really means to um honor all of our veterans that have served um and then also the ones we've lost and really to remember those and what do you what would you say to anyone that's listening veterans that are listening or family members right now if if someone is struggling uh maybe with suicidal thoughts or if they're in pain what is your suggestion recommendation for them uh, for the veteran or service member i would i would say reach out i know how hard it is to do that um we were taught in our boot camp like i said earlier you know to um, go towards that danger to um, stuff our feelings you know suck it up is kind of what we've learned um and it's hard you know when to come back to civilian life and realize that um we we can and, and you're a stronger person for reaching out um i think telling that talking to the family members you know i always say if you're a veteran or service member or anybody in your family there's any type of um behavioral changes maybe they you know didn't they don't come out anymore like they used to or they're maybe isolating a little bit more it's just you know go and check on check in on them mm -hmm. find out you know what what is what is going on it's so important. There's services that are out there. That There's a lot of services help. out there for veterans and service members. 
Doctor, you uh, you also deal with first responders. We do, yes. Okay. About thirty five percent of first responders are veterans, but like I said, military is a culture, and first responders have a very similar culture. If the branches are siblings, then our first responders are our cousins. Mm-hmm. So the same, suck it up, suppression, get into the danger, selfless service, sacrifice, all of those things are shared values between the two cultures. When you come into this place, what do you feel? I see the War Memorial as really a beacon for the veteran community. Um, It's really easy to forget how much sacrifice has been put down. And I'm talking about all veteran service, regardless where you were, when you were in, where you went, what you did, all veteran sacrifice. And that's one of our common themes that keeps us together. So often it's really easy to forget that sacrifice, even your own. Most vets undervalue their own service. Mm -hmm. Most vets will say something like, I was only, or I just did, or it wasn't as bad as, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. We all kind of undervalue our service. Um, So Dan has turned this place into a beacon of the veteran community. And it's really that reminder to the community and to the veterans that we still hold those values that we're still out there. Donna, when you come back uh, and try to reintegrate into society, what what are some of the difficult challenges that you faced? Um, I think one of the biggest challenges was just learning how to live as a civilian. Um, I didn't quite understand civilians and what <laughs> they did and didn't do. Um, a good example is why I, I also used the GI Bill, so I started to go back to school. Um, and just that culture and you know the the younger generation yeah. going to going to school with them i you know they that were they were late they didn't do their homework you know they <laughs> talked while the professor was talking you know things like that that yeah. i i wasn't i didn't understand i didn't understand that um and i didn't really and i didn't know any other veterans um when i got out um when that was back in 93 i wasn't offered to go to the va it wasn't talked about it was just you got your dd214 discharge papers and you walked out you didn't get any type of training how to write a resume um you know i ended up being a host at a, at a right. restaurant sure. and, and just try to kind of s- scrap money together and continue to live. Um, but it's really nice to see these days that there's so many veteran organizations out there to, to help transition our veterans um, into the civilian world. Mm-hmm. And uh, any words to veterans or families of veterans who are listening right now who, who do need help, where should they turn? What should they do, Doc? Well, what I always say is that the healing starts when one vet connects with another. When we get out, we tend to put that experience up on a shelf for a while, pretend we're civilians again, but it doesn't quite mix, right? It's a different culture that we joined, and that doesn't go away just because we take off the uniform. So it's really when you start to reintegrate, when you start to connect with other vets, is when you start to feel that understanding, uh, start to reconnect, start to rebuild your unit more or less mm-hmm. so that's really when the healing starts and we have a beautiful veteran community here in southeastern uh, Wisconsin so once you connect with some other vets you start getting introduced to this organization this organization this place this um, type of help so just getting connected with other vets is the beginning of the process well thank you both for your service and thank yes. you for the insight today and you're two very special people doc thank you very much Thank you very much, too, for explaining what it's like to try to, I guess, come, come back, back in, yeah. come back and try to live normal. Yeah, that's got Whatever that means. Yeah. Well, and I can't even I can't even imagine what it's like coming from such a discipline. Both of you, United States Marines, and then to come back and 
and the whole college thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, we man. all. And now yeah. it's even. Now it's, it's even. even yeah, I can't even. Great. I can't even. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Let's give it up for Donna Drew, Dr. Gregory Burek.